My name is Andy Greenwald. This is my podcast, now exclusively part of the Bill Simmons Podcast Network and can be found only on the Channel 33 podcast feed. You might ask yourself, where can I subscribe to this feed? And you might know by now, but I'm going to tell you. You can subscribe to Channel 33 on iTunes, on Stitcher, on SoundCloud. And if you do so, you get my show, shows like this one. You get The Watch with me and Chris Ryan. You get The Juliet Show. You get all sorts of fantastic audio entertainments just delivered straight to your earbuds. I recommend it. Uh, As always, I want to thank the band Churches, that's Churches with a V, for my amazing theme music. And I want to thank the Mighty Earwolf Studio for hosting today's show. Guys, my guest today, big one, excited about it. The stars, creators, writers, the public face, the everything of Comedy Central's Broad City, Abby Jacobson and Alana Glazer. Uh, Broad City, for those not in the know, come on, you're in the know. You can subscribe to Channel 33, you know about Broad City. Uh, Broad City returns for a third season tonight, uh, Wednesday, February 17th. That's the day. Season 3, 10 p.m., and will air at 10 p.m. on Wednesdays thereafter. I've seen the first three episodes of the new season. They are terrific. They are tremendous. It was so fun talking to Abby and Alana about the difference between their public selves and their private lives, about what to expect in season 3, about working with Hillary Clinton, and honestly, a little bit of uh, personal deep dives for me. Talk to them about uh, the difference between Jews from the mainline of Philadelphia and Jews from New York and the benefits of organic produce. Now, I promise it wasn't too much about those last two things, but just enough to keep me engaged and interested. Um, yeah, I want to thank Earwolf for hosting us. I want to thank Abby and Alana for joining me and Comedy Central for making it happen. So let's, let's get into it. Abby Jacobson, Alana Glazier. Let's go. Abby and Alana, welcome. <laughs> thanks so much for, thanks for joining for me here. Yeah, um, thanks for having us. We're recording this on a Tuesday. Your third season's premiering. Um, the day, we're going to put this up tonight, so we'll say tonight, Wednesday. Wow. So cool. Third season is so good. It's so wonderful. The episodes I've seen, I love thanks. it. Thanks. Um, it's so cool to talk. Like, we've seen them a lot. We've oh seen them. That's probably a like good thing. 20 times. But it, we haven't talked to a lot of people that have seen them. So it's crazy that it's out there. We don't want to spoil much, if anything. Um Big shocks, big twists. Woo-hoo! It was the afterlife the whole time. Um, I, I did want to start. I, I, there are a couple things I want to talk about in relation to the third season, but there was one thing that I got to bring up front. I hope this isn't a spoiler. Um, but th- you know, the, in reading press that you guys have done and listening to you guys, people are always trying to say that you are a comedy duo in the spirit of previous comedy duos, right? Like the New Yorker said, I mean, there's the Nichols and May. The New Yorker said one of you was the Banana Man and one was the Feed, which I thought was an interesting phraseology. The new season. No idea what that reference means. I think it's I, like I'm like, old I'm like, I was born what? in the 80s. I'm like, I, I, I was respond- like, I didn't read that article, but what? I have no idea. I didn't Definite either. It's... Banana Man. Huh? Is that, and what I is think the they feed? said you were the classic Banana Man. Sure. <laughs> what? <laughs> but, We're always saying, I'm embarrassed when I don't banana know. Man. I'm like, do I not know my like chops or whatever? But I'm just like, I would be the feed. Yeah. Which I guess means you feed the Banana Man when the Banana Man's hungry. Okay. So, but then it said you subvert that. Anyway, I wasn't agreeing with it. I don't want to be on oh, great. Team Thank Banana. You. Was this a recent article? No, this was the... the this the, was written in the 20s, this article. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. article was written in the uh, it was, pre-Holocaust. It was High Society magazine. Um, a lot of prohibition ads. Yeah. Um, 
No, but the, in the new season suggests a different dynamic that I kind of wanted to drill down on because this is my podcast Ooh, and this fascinated yeah. me. Yeah, and day. Where you guys said, classic mainline Jew and New York Jew. Now, can I, can I come clean? Please. I'm a mainline Jew. You are? But I've lived in New York City for uh, 17 years now. Hold on. So who but am you see, I? You are mainline. You're mainline. So this is what I want to know. Yeah. I feel like you were speaking wow. to me, and now I want to speak to you about what this was so you we can share line. it. So I'm 10 years here, too. So I'm... So, so what are we? But, you, but the thing is, Alana's but New York Jew, but Long Island Jew. Neither That's of you a is a nebbish. That's a whole other Neither thing. Neither of you is a nebbish. And you could have been if okay. you were born in New York, right, but you're not. This. Define this Nebbish is like hunched fucking back, like Woody Allen. It's like pushing up your glasses, yeah. which I do. I do all of it. I don't I don't want to, but I do. The difference here is a mainline Jew, yeah. like we both are, yeah. needs to ask what kind of Jew they are. Oh. That's right. Whereas... You're this a gal over here you're knows who class. we all like are because we're not thinking about that. I sniff it out. I sniff <laughs> yeah. out yeah. your Judar. I, I have Judar like unreal. You I sniff me. out your shade of Jewishness. You're waspier. You're higher class. Your it's... names are shorter and sound whiter. You're whiter. You're whiter. Well, yeah. it's in. It's it's it comes out. We bring it up. I think the first time with Susie Essman's character right. Bobby um, in season two, where that. It's because Alana on the show gets it from her mom, these, right. this, um, these thoughts. And whereas, like, honestly, I think Alana said it to me, which I'm like, yeah, I guess I am a mainline Jew. Yeah. And I'm a different Jew than you. I'm farther out. That's what I was going to get and to. So you're you're from, like, like, horse country. You're from, no, from, like, I'm not. I'm from sure. Wayne. Isn't that where the Devon Horse Fair is? Isn't there always, oh like, Oh, my God. There's Devin! a Devon Devin 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 Horse Devin Show. Devon Bowling Lanes. Devin. I've right. heard about Devon Bowling Lanes. The Devon Horse Show. Devin Horse Show. Yeah, I'm from Wayne, but that's, like, Wait, I'm sorry to blow up your spot here. minutes from Okay, here. so Wait, those 15 minutes horse separate you. like, Lancaster. I have a question, oh, okay. Andy. Like, <laughs> yeah. you, you found that dynamic more prevalent in the first three episodes than season two? No, no, you mentioned it in these episodes, and I, I just felt like that was a dynamic. You, 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 you specifically say, I am a New York Jew, I think about death all the time. Yeah, in um, St. Mark's, end of season two. Oh, I'm so sorry, that was season two. I was no, mixed that's up okay. the ones I was that's watching. Okay. But, but th- we that's do, why I was we just do like, talk we... about it a bunch in yeah. season three. Did like, you? I'm sorry, what, in... what, what show are you guys on? Right. Oh, okay. Broad City, Broad City. <laughs> right, good. Yeah, yeah, we do talk about it in season three, and we probably go deeper with it, but... I was just curious if, because I didn't remember the we first We definitely go. All your impressions. Oh, my God. Um, Alana you... impersonates me and my mainline Jewiness a lot this season. That's what I was going to say. So um, one of the more oh, interesting so things. Oh, so we do. Right, right. In, in episode two. Did you guys did you guys know the difference um, before you got to New York? No. Well, you speak, please. I think, yeah. I mean, I watched Woody Allen movies. I didn't feel like, I did not grow up with a lot of Jews except for camp. Okay. I went to high school with hardly any Jews, and I feel like I, I'm like a Christmas celebrating Jew. I'm pretty reform, you know. So I knew I wasn't like hardcore. Right. It's like there's <laughs> such like fine shades that are just like you're white. You know, that's basically what it is. You're white yeah. people, but whatever. If we're doing this, we're doing this. I also in I grew up in Long Island, like out east. I didn't grow up with Jews either, but I guess camp and shul, uh, Hebrew school. And then my cousins were out in the – but there's, like, real real goyish parts of Long Island, which is where I grew up because my mom, like, didn't want to deal. So, all right. So it's but, presence. like, it's different, though. I don't know. You guys, like, played sports heartily, and I was, like, the one person who didn't well. Yeah, I think I was born in the wrong place on that one. I didn't. You didn't either. I didn't, I didn't assimilate in the sports world. Cool. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, 
Well, we can come back to Jewry. I feel Thank like, God. yeah, the, the deep Ashkenazi Jewry. pod that I've always wanted to do. Yeah. I'm happy to do it, but <laughs> maybe we should save pod. it. That's so funny. Um, okay, huh. so back to the, this is something I know that happens in the new season, and I feel like we can give it away because I think you even put it online, which was the opening scene of the premiere. It just, just went out. Today. It just, just went out. Yeah. So people can check it out even if they're, they're not, you know, they haven't watched the season premiere yet. And this is, this is some bathroom time. This is, yeah, um, this is a pretty, pretty brilliant split Dirty screen. Dirty girls. There's um, a lot of this this season. There's uh, another uh, one. It's unreal. I well, I, okay. I, I have a big, big picture question and a small question. The small question is, what, what, what's the what's the pitch meeting on that? Like, do you have a whiteboard and you're like, here are the things that we could do in a bathroom. Here's the things I've always wanted to do in a bathroom. Go. Well, it was this. Yeah. We, it was a really. I think it started with us us being like, how can we end? How can we start the season exactly where we ended <laughs> right. last season, and show show time in a way. And we were pitching all this stuff, and then the bathroom came up. I feel like it was a Lucia was... thing. She's like, on the toilet? <sighs> like, I feel like, I thought it was maybe Lucia, but someone just honed in on toilet, and we were like, that's our level. <laughs> and then it was that's us. Your lane and, yeah. and that's, right. and that's <laughs> very rarely that's something that's lane. ever seen. Like, no one ever is going to the bathroom in shows no, or no. movies. It's like a thing that, like, it just exists, and no, you don't see it. So we're like... All this interesting stuff happens in a bathroom. And this is a way for us to show, like, well, sometimes we'll be together in mine. Sometimes we'll be together in hers. Like, And we've, we wrote it and have seen it so many times. <laughs> and every time I watch it, because your eye goes. Yeah, you can't tell which you one You need to watch, to watch it so many times to see, because there's always two things happening. There's, like, Easter eggs in there. And they play like off the each other. Like the true broadheads. Uh-huh. Like, the okay. full sentence is left to right, you know? But, yeah. But you can really only focus on one. Is there stuff in there that's going to come back in the season? Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, I thought I, I okay. Well, I won't spoil any further. I had cool. some thoughts on that. Um, but but the reason I also really appreciated it not only is it incredibly funny filmmaking, but it speaks to the intimacy that you guys are so good at communicating on screen. And um, one of the things that I've been fascinated by in watching is that you know, you guys are always able to make each other laugh, and you work very closely together. As the show has gotten more successful, and more and more people have become involved in it translating that intimacy to a larger audience has to have been one of the, I don't want to call it challenges, but can I call it challenges? Sure. Okay, I'm mm-hmm. gonna, looking at you. Challenges um, of what you guys have had to, to, to sort of see through in this journey. So in this season, for example, you know, you're running the show for the second straight year yourselves. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. And you have your room. How, how, okay, let's start this. Is there a sensibility test for your writers to be able to write for you guys? Like when people come in the room and they're pitching you ideas, like is there a, how do you know it's an idea that will work for your very specific, very intimate humor? Our like writing situation has gotten more and more concentrated, right. not more and more various or diverse. Okay. It's like our writer's room has gotten more concentrated and then our consultants are like our like, we just really work with our your best people. friends and our people. Yeah. Um, so first of all, it starts from a familiar place. Okay. Yeah, and then I think we I, – I, there's no, like, formula. I think it's – we're constantly going with our gut of uh, what is going to be right, what feels right and what doesn't. The intimacy thing, I love saying – I love talking about that that's a challenge, and I think it's in the writer's room and then even on set because yeah. sometimes we write and we're, like, detached and for – we know it's. We know that we're going to be the actors that will do it, but we write these things, and then we're like, on set, we're like, oh, what the Taking fuck our are pants we doing? Off, like, what are yeah, we there's doing? like a lot of very Jesus Christ, literally intimate things, and then, but when we're on set, it's another thing of like, well, right now we're here with this crew right. that we've 
pulled and we found like this separate family that we work with now three years in a row. And so it feels like this intimate thing that we're doing with our friends that happen to have all these different jobs. And so we're so comfortable that like right now it's about to air and I'm like, oh, I'm a little nervous, you know? So it's this thing that we keep doing with different groups of best friends and then it when you say you're, what what is, what is making you nervous? The thought of, of take your clothes it takes, off and shitting in front of seventy, pretending to shit in front of seventy people. Pretending was what key. Are yeah. We, yeah, but also just I'm putting the show just for legal reasons. Yeah. Comedy yeah, Central yeah, yeah. wants you to say that, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. you guys are dogma ninety five types. <laughs> yeah, it's it's nuts. It's like, uh, it's just you know we come from uh, this comedy when we were coming up was like. You know, now it's like alt alt comedies and like Geico commercials. It's like very mainstreamed and yeah. it's like awkward and like uh, whatever Denny's commercial or whatever. But like when we were coming up, comedy was like alt comedy was like still fresh mm-hmm. and commitment was is the key and just be willing to do it. Be willing yeah, to go out we there, came put yourself up with out there. The idea that vulnerability is strength and we've stuck to that and it's just like commit here we go dive in get into a hole in a that that episode where abby's in a hole it's literally in a cemetery yeah. she's like sharing ground with dead i like people. couldn't leave all day because i she had the thing on my happy. i had like this whole thing on not my foot. a happy camper it was like very scary i was in a i was in a i was six feet under and it's for like, seven hours we wrote this we gotta do <laughs> I don't like it with, those numbers with my pants down the other thing i just wanted to say was regarding like knowing what works is yeah. like a good example is one of hook so Paul W. Downs was really horny, season two, in the writer's room. And he was like, what, who? Just like pretending to proposition the room all the time. And it just, it's like repetition. Like if, yeah. if something just keeps coming back and we keep giggling at it, it's like, all right, this is funny. It, it's just like what keeps coming around? Because you yeah. can throw a million things out and be like, that's the thing. And it's arb- all arbitrary to an extent. Yeah, It's it just really going is. with your gut. Whether that's funny and we put it in and then on set it's funny. Yeah. And we're making the crew and us laugh still. And it's like we, we're just trying to – we're just hoping to trust that everyone else will think it's funny. I guess it's it's easy as an audience member to forget about the, the levels of intimacy that are involved mm. here because, um, you know, you were saying you guys can make yourselves laugh and talk about what you might do, whether it's fake shitting <laughs> or taking your clothes off. And it's, it's a safe space. Um, the alt-comedy – attitude that you're talking about the sort of yes and of improv like that if you're in a black box theater in front of you know right. 40 people who are right. super into it that's kind of a different kind of safe space and, and you're like weird we're like Allen Ginsberg right this is weird right and then it's like I'm putting this on the ch- like the first I like Comedy Central is always like my first channel that I would go to yeah it still is it's like I'm putting this on that I, I feel Oy. like but there's another step in there which is doing it in a with a crew in a public place. You guys knew, mm-hmm. use New York City as the canvas, basically. Right. So if you're humping a tree, that tree's in Prospect That's Park. That's right. Um, and there's another step in there, uh, <gasps> product, prep, production prep. I've never which used that question before. We're talking about it to department heads, and we're like, yes, I would like jizz to come out of that tree hole, and, and we want it thick, uh, a little translucent, yeah. and you better take this seriously because this is – you know, it's, it's – There's like back email so chains yeah. about like so this dumb. looks too inappropriate. No, 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 no. Lumpier. It's like what? Hey, Alana, sorry. I just – you said humping the tree. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. You have like – I, I didn't even like put that together that you have like the, a thing with trees. It happens again. When? Episode two. Oh, God. My brain is – Outside the car. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
That's so funny. I'm you most, know that moment? Yes, but I'm yeah, mostly struck so by the fact that you guys forgot that there was a tree humping. Because when when, well, when, I, when, I when you were on the, we were on that panel yeah. in LA last year, I, I basically started with tree humping and ended with tree humping, and I apologize yeah. for that. Yeah. Um, it drew it, it draws. Oh, I didn't forget about that tree humping. Oh. I didn't forget yeah. about that one. Oh, because that was like one. a full relationship with the tree. <laughs> There's one this season that I didn't connect the, to that one. The, tre- the tree was used in the second one. It was. It was. It was. The tree. The tree yeah. was casual. used. And the tree. I think the, the tree in Prospect one. Park like died after that because it was like so heartbroken that yeah. he like left. Yeah. We're like oh, bye, bitch, and we just yeah. all left, and it like got all this attention, and then yeah, all it rotted, and it like. Just sat in its own filth. There's a moment in the premiere when you're uh, there's some running in, in public. Let's put it that way. And uh, in the background, there's just like a like a, 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 a Steve Door guy like sitting in the background watching you. And he has a smile on his face, like he thinks this is the funniest thing he's ever seen. And I wondered if that. And there's no word that you don't need to f- focus on that guy. But I just wonder how often you are doing your. This is your job. This is your serious work. This yeah. is your art. You've spent you know dozens of man hours on the the tree semen, just figuring it out. Right. And then there are people in New York City watching this, and they're taking, they're having their own reactions to it. So I, I wonder what that could possibly be, because people here have seen a lot of stuff, but they rarely see trees ejaculate with cameras around them. And that I, I just felt like it was useful to use a specific example. I think it's more special when cameras aren't around. You're like, can you believe? Can you believe? But it's, I feel like the cameras almost normalize it. Right, because they're like, well, when you're walking, freak shows you see, on. Right, yeah. Because then they're like, oh, I okay. see. Oh, this is for profit. Yeah. <laughs> Versus this is somebody having a breakdown, which is the best kind of sighting. <laughs> um, in the the New Yorker profile that I was mentioning, they referred to you guys um, at that moment, which was before season two aired, as being in kind of a fame puberty, um, that people were sort of you're figuring it out, people were coming up to you, but it wasn't overwhelming. Um, I have to think that at some point it did become, if not overwhelming, at least definitely whelming. Um, there were a lot of, there was a lot of press uh, in, the, in that first season, and especially right after it. And, you know, anything with the first season, it's as much about the promise as what it is. Mm. Um, the third season, I'll say it again, the episodes I've seen are so funny and so Thank realized. Thank you so much. I'm so stoked. So it is a thing. But I wondered how you navigated that, where you were getting this attention for the promise that you held for as much as anything that you had given the world yet. Whew. It tripped us out in the writing. The writing was hardest this year, and the shooting was the easiest and most fun. Interesting. And the writing, I think part of that was because of those external stakes we've been talking about today. Um, tripped us out. Yeah, it's definitely like a different le- uh, different world than when we were making the web series. Yeah. It's different when we, sh- shooting the season was different because it's like, oh, people know the show now. When they see so those orange things just on the trees, they walking walk over. By. They're now like, what's yeah. going on? And so that's, it makes it like just a different process. But also, I mean, I don't even know if you're asking, but we like are also like sort of fly under the radar. We look like a lot of people. Still, you know, I feel Which like is, taller, you know. skinnier people who you like normally would see on like TV and movies, or like models. When you, there's a model, you're like, oh, that's a model. You like know, right? But like, I'm like five feet tall. Uh, you know, there's there's uh, New York provides this like blanket of anonymity, and also even nobody gives a shit too, which is nice. Right. But it's funny, like with the context of writing, where it's like nothing changed physically, but the context around it change that was like tripping us mm-hmm. out and it's funny it like wasn't real but it's like real to us and it is real like that reception and the stakes yeah it adds pressure not. for sure to like this season in writing there was like these pressures because there was a we had a couple months in between whereas the first this when we wrote the second season there was no break there was like right. a day 
after we were finished editing until when we started writing again. So we were like, Whoa. this is like, it was almost a continuation. And the third season, we like all came in and we were like, okay, so we love the 20 episodes we've done so far. People seem to really love them. What? Okay, let's start again. It, it but was it's like, like I don't know. It's like it is real. Like that feeling that that reaction that we had, but also just in our heads. We didn't have to have you know. I, I just know. just to myself when I'm anxious about stuff. I'm like, you don't have to even feel this way, but you just are, and that's okay. You know, like whatever. Talking myself through something. Just thinking back about the writing. It's like I don't know. It didn't have to be that hard, but it was. But yeah. I think it's. I I, I feel like. Is it ever a challenge to keep keep the think pieces that are going to be written out of your heads when you write the jokes? Because mm-hmm. it's obviously an amazing thing to be obsessed over, I would imagine. People are listening to what you guys do. They're laughing at it. It's not like they're watching it just for insightful social commentary. But this stuff happens. I mean, this is the, the, mm-hmm. the reactive culture mm-hmm. we live in anyway. And I, I would have to think that, that think piece culture is sort of the poison to comedy, especially when you're just creating it. Yeah, it's interesting. We We read them. I don't know if that's – I think it's actually positive. We Like, I can't help it. Yeah. I'm like a cutter. So I, like, look at – I look at most things. Look at everything? Not, not, not I, comments. I don't I know don't. if I look at – no, I don't think I look at every – I don't think I could get – yeah, but I look at most, like, yeah. reviews and all that stuff. And I think it's um, – just because it's something I, like, care so much about. Yeah. It takes us, like, a fucking year to make the season. So and it's I'm also, like, like, Google alerts. I'm like, mm, click. <laughs> You know, it's like, yeah. Oh. yeah. Like it was sent to me, so. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> anything negative exactly. is just going to be like, it's just, it's like, an, it's like, wow, we've created a, this conversation and this is one one reaction to what we've, and, we're putting out. And to be fair, I, I don't notice very much negative stuff. It's just, it's just a lot of attention. It's parsing everything. And, yeah. and there's this, I'm sorry, the episodes are in my head, but the, I, I laughed harder at anything in any of them when, um, let's just say there's some character, there's some role play, you're playing yes. other characters. Um, and one of you may enter a room and say, rape culture sucks. Oh, my God. And I, I, I think I, I saw, like, Tenochtitlan, the ancient Mexican like, capital in my eyes. I was second, laughing. The second act break where she's like, that, I. Let's just say she's playing someone else in this room. I was just crying. It was, that was, was a great, was... that episode to shoot it was insane. I was like, this is nuts. Like, and it was, was also, we watch it and we're like, this is what these characters think of each other. Like, what are they? Yeah. I love, a... it's like just. It's it's one of the funniest things yeah. I've ever seen. It's so funny. <laughs> but I, the reason I brought that up was not only because it was super funny, um, but it to me it sort of encapsulates there's a joyfulness to what you guys do, and especially you know in these new episodes that is not it's it's not weighed down by the expectations of talking about the things you're talking about. You're approaching everything with the same attitude mm. that the characters would, and that the sense of humor that you already had, and it's exhilarating. You know, it's fun. It does not weigh down. If you could, you would be. I would think you would be able to tell if you had been like. Oh man, the Atlantic really, really got us last week. We better, hmm. we better respond to that. It's that's not present. No, I don't think we were ever like actively trying to respond to a. a yeah, or even a, if you had, uh, you know, allowed it, it to it sort was, of slip right. into the bloodstream. Yeah, we still follow the fun. Chase it. As in the other improv rule. Yeah, I think we definitely follow the fun. I like check stuff out, but I also try to just not pay too much mind. It's like kind right. of a balance. And then if I see something bad, I like cannot help but be like. Alana. I was going to say, do you forward it? Like that's... I don't forward it, but I'm like, dude, because I'll be like thinking about it. Yeah. But I'm, I like, I try, sometimes I'm just like, I'll just be like, fuck it. And I have to just like you stop can see, feeling for you it. Can, you could see like amazing things. And then there's one thing. Yeah. 
And you that's could. I could. You probably I see one will. bad thing. That's I'm my like, mainline June, you know, Juneness. Like, yeah. That's fascinating. So that's what I am. So any, like an egg could say one, like, you know, like a little bit ill-tempered comment at me. I'll be like, well, that guy got it. Boy, egg 7600 figured me out. The jig is up. Really? Ten compliments. Yeah. Like, this is, fooled them. really, I feel yeah. like it's more neurotic in New York, and I feel waspier letting it brush off. I think so. Tough, I feel, well, it's tougher. There's a New York toughness oh, that, that okay. we, we with okay. our horse shows, we don't, yeah. we don't I guess I guess fuck you is like very New York. Like, yeah. Oh, fuck you. Fuck mm. it. I think that's what it used to say on the Welcome to Brooklyn sign underneath yeah. it before they <laughs> changed it to forget about it. It's Are you for like, real? <laughs> no, that's did, hysterical. They should. Um, it okay. also helps like when people are misogynistic because it truly is like, ah, oh, fuck you. Yeah. They're like, women are It's like, good, good one, dude. You know, go jerk off, whatever. Sure. High five. High five for yourself. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's kind of what jerking off is. Um, <laughs> yes. But okay, but I was talking about one kind of reaction, which is the sort of heady, like, Twitter, internet-y reaction. Um, the other reaction that you guys have, which has been amazing to watch in the few times I've, I've seen it up close, which is the total fandom reaction. Now, so, you know, Abby, and I, I hosted this panel that we did for Comedy Central last year, and... A lot of lot of lot of comedy stars up there. A lot of, I was lot of so popular bummed people. to miss it. I'm it's sorry me with that all fellas, all dudes. Just a <sighs> lot of a that was a little intense for me. There were a lot of bros up there. This yeah. was uh, Key and Peele and and Kroll and the workaholics it was every dudes. Comedy Central. Bro house. Bro. Uh, Andy Daly. Um, it was a full stack deck of bros and Abby, bummed. and no one got the reactions that you did. People were were screaming for you and for you, Alana, Thank in, you. In, in absentia. Yeah. Um, and it, and it's there's an intensity to the reaction that is amazing and genuine. But like when I mentioned it to a, a guy I work with who is just, you know, he's the er millennial. He's like right in that 25, 26 sweet spot. I think he became physically like, like he was uncomfortable with his body when he heard that I would be in the same room with you guys. He was so excited. That's um, Isn't that so weird? When you get that kind of emotion coming at you, other than, I mean, Alana's nodding because it's deserved. But beyond <laughs> that, what is the, how, how do it's you both. process that? It's like a well-rounded experience where, <laughs> or, or like a, Dynamic experience, not well-rounded, but right. dynamic. It's not well-rounded. It's paradoxical and bizarre. But it's both, like, amazing, and I am like, yes. Like, it is amazing. And I also, personally, I feel like I get it because I'm like, I think I would feel that way if it weren't my show. I'd be like, I get these people. They get me. They're representing something so much more tangible than anything else I see. They look like me. They sound like me, whatever. But then also on the receiving end of it, it's just like – I'm kind of like on edge. I'm like, whoa, uh, whoa, hey, hey. hey we guys. were just talking oh about my this, God. <laughs> this thing. We this... were just walking the other day in the East Village, and this girl like jumped out from behind us. And she didn't mean to, and but we she like literally screamed. scared the shit out of we, both of we us. We truly screamed, and we were like, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Our like hearts were racing, and we were like, you frightened us. <laughs> like, we, yeah, but. We bleed like everyone. We yeah. are humans. It's fine. But I feel like you guys, I mean, walking around the East Village, that's... Totally. That's danger zone. Yes. You but know, it's like we, you, you we definitely spend so much to time together. We, gotta, we like hang out. You know, we work together. It's like, it is a thing if we're like walking around together. It's like, well, here we go. But this is what we do. So we have to. But it's amazing and flattering. And yeah. Like, it's yeah. generous. And, and we, to see the range of people too is yeah. also the best. But you guys also do have to sort of like police the boundaries of your mm-hmm. your your public performed selves and who you actually are. People like um, always like go to touch me and I'm like, no. That's don't not do that. Yeah. Yeah. I'd I'm be- like, oh no, I was gonna make a joke and then I was like, that's no. not good to say. Yeah. No, it's not. They're like, <laughs> I was like hey! no. and yeah. it's like you don't actually know who I am. I spend like ten months making that person, you know, yeah. and you know, but like handshake, you know what my favorite thing is when people are like, Abbey as they like walk by it or like what up, Alana? Somebody like walked by me the other day, and I was like, 
that's cool. That's like the city is like giving me a big old hug. City's alive. Or like, I love you. I'm well, like, I, I literally love you too. Literally. <laughs> People love feel you too. like they, they approach by, us like by. they know us. Yeah. Well, Which because is they, confusing. They, they feel I, very close with yeah, your performed public selves. But Which is like the mindful. biggest compliment. But I, I'm, I'm also so, maybe I like repress this, but I'm also so like still like, do we know each other? The way you're coming up to me feels like. Oh it's yeah, like, like uh, if someone old, makes eye contact. Like you, we you, went you to not. camp together or something, and I'm like, they're, they're like Abby. Oh my gosh, blood runs deep. Right? It, it yeah. really does, and I don't always know, and I'm just, I don't know why. I'm just still never really expecting it, and I don't. Yeah, I don't know. A, a friend of mine um, wrote a book a, a while ago with the word drugs in the title, which was super fun for a while because then everywhere he went, people would just like try to get him high. Cool. And I, I, I imagine, I wonder if you guys have the same sort of thing where they assume that if you are you're out, you are looking. You know, perhaps it's the for... same thing where like a drive-by a drive-by is generous they're doing that for us love you I'm like I'm taking that as fuel all day yeah. when people like drop us a joint I'm like love you <laughs> yeah. thank you but when they want to get high with us it's like this is for you and it's going to freak me out and I don't want to do this yeah so it's, it's about finding the boundaries boundaries are are key yeah I, I, would, I would imagine in so. life um I wanted to ask you, um, I know we're talking about the new season. I wanted to, if we could hit the rewind machine for a minute. Please. One thing that, that interests me is that I know you guys were, before you found the right home at Comedy Central, you guys were in development um, a little bit at FX. And a, oh, <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I just wanted to like fake be, out. It would be amazing. I'd give a publicist come running to the window, yeah, banging yeah. on no, it. No, <laughs> no. And, and to the graduate. Um, That's so funny. No, and uh, well, we'll do the we'll do the play first. But yeah, for um, real, for real. Well, so whatever has come out about that, it does sound like it wasn't the right fit at the right time. But it also sounds like the mentality was a little bit more standard sitcomy. Like there were there were more characters in a certain established way. I don't know if that's true. No, no. Okay. They, they we got great notes from them. Let me walk that back. Yeah, it's fine. That's no, a great no, question. No, I and wonder. A I wonder where that. Oh, yeah, but it was, wonder it was where a, we're going with that. They actually, no, I wonder where you like where that came like because yeah. it was almost the same. I mean, we wrote, um, we made adjustments One of to like the, the pilot once we were with Comedy Central because, yeah. like, they had different development people. But there was, it was, we pitched Hannibal and Gamberling. And they, there was one note that we were, like, really um, impressed by, which was that they were like, is this, like, the most broad city it can be? They, they were pointing us to be ourselves. That's it just good. still wasn't right for them. Right. But it was great for us. It, like... It gave us a lot of benefits going there first. I think that um, what, the reason I was asking those questions is basically because, you know, I, I, Amy Poehler once said in, in, in talking about the challenge of taking the web series to the series series, she likened it to like an organ donor. Like you have to keep mm-hmm. what was beautiful and important about it on ice and then mm-hmm. transfer it to a host that might not be ready to accept it and yeah. then watch the host. And the thing is, you know, in, in covering TV and being around it, TV in general works because it works a certain way in the way that it has always worked. And even as the, the industry around it has changed and the way people watch it has changed and the audience has changed, right, everything has changed, the system of it being a TV show, oh, we mm-hmm. have to like these people, we have to spend a certain amount of time with them every week, we have to have benchmarks that we're familiar with, or even we have to have a room of writers generating the content for the season, those th- that, that machinery in my mind has been pretty stodgy. So I was the reason I was asking about the FX show is wondering how you were able to keep the patient alive, basically, bringing while maintaining your, the spirit that you had on the web series. Because I, I feel like any time a TV show exists, this is a long question. Mm-mm. Thinky. A little it's thinky great. It's one. great. It's giving but me any, time to brew. You, yeah, take your time. Um, but any time uh, a TV show bubbles up with 
where you can tell that the voice is genuine to the creators and hasn't been tampered with or touched, and it, you have the freshness to it, which is what I think a lot of people were responding to from minute one of the pilot. Um, I feel like it's a minor miracle. And I, I feel that about your show, but I feel that way about the handful of others that, are, that, that give you that feeling. It, it's just not a system that is built to preserve mm-hmm. that sensibility. I will say that this is like a weird answer, but the experience with FX, I think that our show would have needed to exist for them to have bought our show, if that makes sense. Like now they would buy our show. Well, that the language. We pitch Broad City to FX now, they would buy it. The language exists. Right, exists. And I think that we were a very risky show. Yeah. And I honestly give all that credit to Comedy Central. We were complete unknowns, had never written for TV, had been in like web episodes and like that is it. We were pitching like pretty much our friends to be in it, to write it. We had Amy Poehler, which was huge, but it was like they like took a risk and loved the web web episodes and really pulled out what we had what we had written with FX and we we reformatted it. And so does that make sense? Like it yeah. ne- it didn't exist so it like didn't uh, yeah. In uh, another perfect polar analogy. Can I say parable or paradigm? Because I want it all to be peas. I love the alliteration. A polar bowl. Uh, <laughs> perfect polar parable. Polar bowl. She should sell that. That's just her yeah. next book. Yeah. yeah. Perfect <laughs> polar parable. Polar bowl. Was um, that FX was kind of like a like like distant boyfriend for us that we were like, come on, come on, huh? Right? I'm cute, right? I'm hot. I'm, I'm cool and hot and smart and cool. And and he, FX, was like, nah. And Comedy Central was this, like, willing boyfriend that we could, like, grow – or whatever, partner, whatever, that we could, like, grow with who was, like, open to us and want, wanted to love us. It's yeah. like, so we didn't it know each other. We didn't know ourselves. And they didn't either maybe fully. And then we both and go really grew into who we are now. <laughs> it's true because the brand, like, we've grown together and grown into this um, this great pair well, that's interesting, and it, I think it's not just specific to your show, but I think often the moments in TV that I talk about when real chances get taken are when there are willing partners on both sides. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, when when AMC is like, oh, don't they just show Godfather 2 all day? Mm-hmm. We'll try a show and we'll just, you know, right. that's when you get your Mad Men's and your Breaking Bads. When USA is like, characters are no longer welcome, what should we do now? They have a show like Mr. Robot, and that becomes their brand. Yeah, right, and similarly, right, right. Comedy Central is like, Ooh. we we want to try something, yeah. we're in the same place you guys are. That's that's encouraging. Right. Um, but still, like, were there were there bumps? I mean, obviously there were bumps. But when you look back on the transition from there's the transition from series from web series to series, um, and then between season one and two, you, you you took over the room and were running the show. When you look back over that transition of basically taking complete ownership of the of of, of the of the vehicle of everything, um, what do you look back as the learning? What was the what, what were like the pivot points? What was was there a learning? curve on that or did it feel natural at that point because you were already doing something that was so um i'll go back to the first word i used so intimate feels good on the npr mics to say intimate yeah Yeah. intimate i think by the time we were approaching second season it felt natural because listen i do not i think that comedy central was right in having us have a showrunner experienced comedy tv writer um working with us because we were so green and it just it just became so apparent like in the middle of season 1 that we 
it was it's just such a specific show it's about us it's we had the web series is very different but we had we knew these characters we knew what we wanted mm-hmm. to do and you, you knew what a broad city episode felt like yeah and even we, if other people didn't yet we learned so much that first season so much about just like how this business and how tv is produced right and so yeah i mean it, and like in the same way that you you talk about abby um the idea of the show existing already for somebody to get it and blah, blah, blah. We had to have that experience with Tammy Sager, our, mm-hmm. who show ran the first season. So, so funny, so prolific. We needed to have that experience where we were like, oh, wait, this is the kind of show where the creators are the showrunners, even if they're in their 20s or whatever. Yeah. And Tammy kind of took that hit for us because we needed to have that experience. We, I, I don't think we would have ran the show the way we did second season no. had we not – um, went through it with Tammy the, in the first season. And I think it was apparent to her, too. It was just – it's just a new – kind of a new thing, um, that intimacy and that trust and generosity from a TV network being like, you know, cable cable networks are getting it now versus um, – what's it called? Network? <laughs> what's 2 through 13 called? Um, broadcast. Channel – yeah, broadcast. broadcast. It's like cable versus broadcast is really understanding that – you got to give total control over it and, and over to the creators. And it it is more about art. You know, TV is art, you know, whatever. Um, That's how I feel. It's new. It's it's kind of new. And it's funny when the idea of something having to exist for it to exist in its perfect form. But it's just like those uh, – the inevitable the, – the, the, it was the perfect process even if it felt – Lumpy. Yeah, it need all the all the steps. Like I wouldn't regret any of them. Same so, with going to FX first. Yeah, had to have. Yeah, for s- many reasons. Still, part of um, the, the the job of running a show is essentially impossible, from what I understand. I mean, just in terms of the demands on you and the things that you have to be keeping track of um, across the board, day and night. And it would seem to me that you'd have to delegate some things at certain points. And learning that has to be a skill. And I, I think it's hard. For anyone, because who's a creator of a show, to do that because it's their show. I would imagine it's doubly hard for you guys because you are the face. You're uh, you're in the show. You're you know you're on camera in addition to being in the writers' room and being in the production meetings. So we have a team of people that are amazing. Lily Burns, one of our executive producers, who manages like she reworks all the right the schedules for like the whole writing period, and she coordinates with the you know like there's a lot of people that are. There's a lot of legal issues and there's clearances and there's like all this stuff that, especially because we are in the room day in, day out, like we need people that are like in the office, like over here doing the thing. And creatively, like other producers who are writers, directors, actors, Paul W. Downs and Lucia Agnello will creatively pick stuff up for us and think of ideas that we're like, well, we're dealing with administrative stuff and they're, they're still like reeling creatively and we'll think of like more jokes while we're not. I mean... It's it like takes a village. It really does. Yeah. We have we have a small village of like, and I would live in like a secluded village with these people because it's <laughs> we could probably create another show you know, together. Devin is very nice this time of year, especially there's the, the horses. <laughs> Devin Bowlinglands. Yeah, I think you could bowl. Oh my gosh, uh, you know that right? Yeah, he he was like Devin Horse. I was we like, used Devin Bowling. We used Devin Bowlinglands this season. You, fil- you, f- you now, filmed there? Now, now, now. we just, just recreate it. Little name check to the home. But you'll see it. You'll see it. I'm very excited about that's that. That's a that's a spoiler, but it's not. We go to Philly. No. Oh yeah. That's like not that just gets me excited. That's, but we go I, to the I, suburbs of Philly again. Yeah. You, who are you talking to yeah, here? Exactly. I'm, I'm loving every second of this. Yeah. Um, uh, one of the things that I enjoy most about watching the show is that when you're 
you're, you're char- when you're telling certain stories, your characters are doing certain things, it's like there's this shock of the new. It's like, how much TV do we have right now? People are complaining about how much TV we have right now. Oh and yet God. we never see half of the stories, three quarters of the stories that you're telling us. In fact, it's not, you know, it's not just a diversity issue. It's like your characters often can't afford to buy something. That is a story that is relatable to majority of the people in this country and the world, and yet TV is just abdicated. Like, no, no, our, our characters, they live rent-free in the West Village, and then the trouble starts. Yeah, yeah, And then they wonder so why weird. it's tough to generate stories <laughs> for so nine weird. years. Yeah. And, like, real life is so funny and ridiculous. Yeah. But, but to be, like, to, like, the inventiness is, like, a... We are often, we are, like, so... Sometimes I hate that we're like this, but then it's, like, pays off. Like, even in our wardrobe, because this, like, this past season, brands have been, like, more giving us clo- like yeah. they can give our costume designer clothes that we can use they're like they're like we'd love to wear this and it's like we can't wear that like they would never Stella wear McCartney. that Stella McCartney these girls can't they would never Stella wear Stella McCartney sports bra <laughs> and we like still bring in our yeah, old yeah they're like $90 <laughs> we still bring in I've our like old clothes I've looked at them and, and like, our old <sighs> clothes are so much better than yeah. like like fake wearing out new cheap clothes we bring in like old disgusting sweats and they look funnier too I feel like, um, I know you said that it was more of a challenge writing this season, but sometimes I, I, I get the feeling that you must be like, I can't believe there's all this low-hanging, there's all this fruit here still on this tree that nobody picked. You know what I mean? There's mm-hmm. so many types of stories that you can tell mm-hmm. just by just by focusing here. Andy, mainline Jew, you know Michigas. Yeah. Endless Michigas in New York. Yes, there is. Yeah. Endless. And it's so specific. It's like the minutia and the, doesn't matter like the money we make or like the it doesn't matter if we go on the Today Show and then do a podcast with Andy. It's like there's endless – there's it's endless. New York is so – you know, I don't know. I haven't lived anywhere. I mean I'm from Long Island to New York. I have like, I'm so a provincial New Yorker. But every time we like meet up, we see each other every day and we're like, guess what happened to me? It's like – But that's the funniest thing and that's what makes comedy great is the specificity. I mean the intimacy yeah. is, a ha- is half of that that you guys have. But there's a way to – I feel like you can make the case that those are almost one and the same. Because when you make the, you know, there's a, a long runner about the ridiculousness of food co-ops. Now, I live in Brooklyn, New York. <laughs> I am your audience for <laughs> this show. But I have to believe that this is funny to 100 other, you know, 100,000, million other people because it is a lived experience, right? So you don't, well, right, we don't know yet. Let's revisit that in a I week. I feel like even that food co-op culture, like, extends to Whole Foods. Whole yeah. Foods. Because <laughs> I'm not a, a part of a co-op. I've never been. But yeah. I know that, like, understand it. I won't. I won't join it. I find it like it, it makes me want to like become a Republican. When I went to like the tra- I went to like the training meeting of it, Whoa. and it freaked me out. Yeah, see, I it don't think it's much. for me either. It just wasn't. I for would me. love to like buy that food, but not do the work. Well, that's what I'm saying. The I one we were at, the, the one we shot in, which is can I? Uh, we're yeah, like, yeah, which is the Fort Green Cup. I, like, yeah. I like that you said Stella McCartney, but you were worried about publicizing it. Well, no, I'm like, yeah. did we spoil like that we go co-op. there? Actually, Stella McCartney, I love Stella McCartney, but I was saying that the girls love her, love, yeah, love Stella McCartney. She sent us us love her whenever she wants to send us it. No, I think we actually. Stella McCartney listens to your podcast. She does. Yeah, she has a lot of comments. Probably with her dad. She tweets at me. She's an egg. Yeah, Ab. No, I think we show the sign Fort Green. Yeah, and so. When we were in there, I was like, this is fucking great. Like, it's like, this is a great store that's like yeah. a local place. But I'm like, I don't want to deal with, like, I know- can't deal with another, like, set of rules. You have to know problems. yourself. Yeah. Like, you have to. You know what was cool about the produce is that it was like, it <laughs> yeah, was like normal sized. It wasn't like monster strawberry. Yeah, or like or fake scanning. winter strawberries. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, 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 it was like, oh, this is like real food and it doesn't have to be like eerily gigantic. But I'm not like 
the, the, sweeping in a The co-op. concern about having you guys on the show is really all I want to talk about is Ashkenazi Jewry and the diaspora and then produce. But, like, diaspora. that's not generally. The Afri- um, African or Jewish diaspora? Well, either. I'm a okay. big diaspora okay. guy. Um, <laughs> start with what you know and work outward. Great. Um, Great. Speaking of that, I have to because this is a big thing that you guys did, and I didn't see this episode. You did apparently have presidential candidate Hillary Clinton involved in the show. I know you guys are going to be asked about this in every interview, but there's okay. good reason. Bring it on. Yeah. What? That's my question. Yeah. So good it was cr- it was just like when we were blue skying, which is, um, which is where we're just coming up with ideas for the season – this idea came up, and it didn't actually involve her being necessary to be on. Right. It was just, like, um, involving, like, the idea of her. I won't, like, spoil it. Right. And um, so we wrote that episode because, like, it – you know, we ha- we every episode has, like, a couple through lines that we try to, like, weave. Mm-hmm. And it really worked, and we were like, this is so fucking funny. And, you know, it would be interesting if, we, if she was in it. I'm like, let's just try – why not? Like, we've been of that mindset since the web series. That's how we got Amy Poehler involved in the first place. We just, like, we were like, let's just try and see if she wants to be in the web episode. And so we just went out to her. It, it also helps mentioning Amy. Amy, like, plays her. Yeah. And, and knows her. And Sarah Babineau, our executive of Comedy Central, like, knew somebody in the campaign. Um, Todd Bierman, who was directing, who directed that episode, yeah. knew somebody else at the campaign and was just, like, you just put your feelers out. You just put your resources out. And it was like a little... You took like all a, the threads you have. It yeah. Was like, and it was it a was dance nuts. for a while. And then it, like, we like landed her and it was... It was nuts. We've, we, I've said this before. We've, we've been fortunate enough. We have like amazing guest stars. People that I would never have ever thought I would yeah. ever be in the same room with. And I'm like kissing them. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's just crazy. Life is weird. You, you, I mean, but I also get the sense that a lot I of these guests. I don't kiss Hillary. That you, sounded like I did. You don't work it. Get the, <laughs> get the press going. But I, I feel like you get guests who are excited to be in a world that they aren't usually in. Like yeah. Vanessa Williams this season yeah. does something that I didn't expect, but yes. I loved. Yes. Um, so it's, you could get the feeling that she was like, oh, good, I can do this. Yeah. So, and so, but, but that, but Hillary was like a different. We've never, I don't think either of us have ever met anyone like that. I mean, this you know? her level of icon, she's like, it, it's like she's, it was it was almost unbelievable to meet her as a real person because yeah. she's such an icon. And to be like, oh, I see, this is a real, this is a real boss who like has like a team and a rhythm. And it like, it was inspiring in the, in a business sense actually, yeah. because it was like, oh, I see how a real person becomes like an icon for a. A brand and for a movement. Yeah. Whew. And even just like our whole crew, I remember when she walked in, everyone was just like, is this happening right now? Like, but, this is our, she's going to be on our show. Like, but here's what I want to throw out there. And I don't want, you know, I don't want to, don't spoil anything. I know you wouldn't, but I'm, I'm, I'm a Hillary guy. I like Hillary, supporting Hillary. I've always felt that she's probably secretly very funny and a nice, I, I kind of believe that she is a good and probably nice person. It doesn't matter because I want her to be president. They don't need to be nice. But I wondered if she was able to articulate that in the same way that Vanessa Williams is able to do the thing that we're not going to talk about on your show. I wondered if Hillary was able to use your world and your, your playground as a platform to reveal any of that, either on or off camera. Maybe she was just like that with you guys. I think that she... Uh, I think Hillary had, in doing our show, I think she's got to be a little careful. Sure. I've, I've seen your show. She so does. it was, I think, the funniest it could be within the context you of the show. You know what it show. was? It, she it's... was really funny on SNL. Chris's yeah. sketch on SNL is the bartender. She's not playing herself. She right. was 
hilarious. And then she's like, when she's like, Trump, isn't he the guy who's like, yeah, you're a loser? That was hysterical. On our show, she's playing herself. Yeah. And she was like a Broad City version of herself. Not Kelly Ripa, just more like Curb, where we're reacting to her. And she's a little bit like, oi. So you guys are the banana banana ladies. Yeah. She's the feeder. She's the feeder. And she's... And she allows us to like banana on, yeah. yeah. And that that was yeah. cool. She she was the feeder for sure. And she's great. And she was like down to do, you know, what we wrote. And and she's it, more intimate. It's really, it's, she allows she's much herself to be intimate yeah. and warm. She's not like that's good. I also, I don't think we'd want a president that was like fucking hilarious. But like, maybe they should become an actor. It's no, like no, no. We had a president who was an actor. We we've done that. Yeah, Let's we've do other done stuff. that. And it's like and people will just tear her down for what she isn't. So is, people will say she wasn't hilarious yeah. on it. She, you know, or if she was, we don't need a president who's warm. It's like you know what. I think she's. I think she hits all the. This is what I'm saying. This is like a. This is what's been making me furious in my private life. Like that, she's. It's impossible. It is an impossible situation she's in because Mm -hmm. she's a woman. Of course, it's impossible. She cannot do anything. She's funny. She's not serious enough. She's serious. She's not funny enough. And we've seen, you know, 25 years of seeing her being unable to move in any direction, normal direction, because she's not allowed to be. Yeah. And so to bring it full circle, I don't even know what I'm doing here. I'm just, I'm just, I'm lassoing. I'm lassoing. I'm loving it. I am loving it. (laughs) But you guys, as young women, begin your show that you run. And the toilet. You are allowed to do that. You can do that. And I feel like that's kind of exciting to be able to do that on a TV show as a fan, as an audience member. Um, because th- that, I don't even know what you'd call it other than sexism. But the box that, that culture puts her in is an impossible one. Mm-hmm. And impossible. anything you can do to break it down, even in a small way. She is the most perfect candidate there's ever been. Yeah. And people find ways to uh, to take that away. And yeah. it. I guess it makes perfect sense in the context of our world. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I, I realize I just went super big in terms of global political ramifications. But then you went, went small to yeah. the toilet. I went small to the toilet. Love it. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I, I, it's probably asking too much for you to, to, to draw connections yourself between your toilets and the podium in the Oval Office. But <laughs> Yeah, I'll leave that to you. <laughs> the porcelain throne in the Oval Office. We can yeah. keep that. Um, before, we, before we wrap up, um, I've seen those three episodes. They're great. You've teased Philly. What what's the journey? This what, what what's the journey you'd like wow. people to be prepared to go on? This it's season? interesting. The first three don't have what I think is the main depth, and not of even the season. Not even these plot points, but the the overall arc of tone is that we like allow ourselves to go deeper. And I said this the other day, we expand our emotional palette over the season. I was wondering about that. I could I, I almost guessed that we were headed in some of those directions. Um, and I you're certainly capable of it as performers and writers. I was wondering if you were ready to take the show in that place. Yeah, it's and I love that it's still it's both. It's still mm-hmm. I think hilarious, but there's these there's major plot shifts that are more are growth within the characters' lives. So it's exciting. I mean, are you think do you th- when you think of the characters that you play, do you think of them as cuz you know, they're different different traditions um obviously vaudevillian with banana feeders, but different traditions on uh with of TV sitcom characters, those that are static and those that evolve over time um, and, you know, deepen or have relationships. Do you, do you think of the show as having, like, serialized arcs? Do you, do you want to put, to slowly nudge in that direction where, where something that happens in one episode will pay off and the experiences are accrued in a way? This season does that. And we've been bit. talking about this lately, like, in for season three, that, that we plan on both, just like we've experienced both in real life. In real life, we've gone through this insane journey together mm-hmm. where we started off with, like, 
you know, losing money doing improv and we have this like great show and a business. And all, but then some of the dynamic, a lot of the dynamic stays the same, you know, where we're like, what are we, two idiots? You know, whatever, whatever situation we're in. And it's kind of the same in the show like it is in real life where it's like things change, things stay the same. And that um, dichotomy, I think, is most amplified by the end of season three. I don't think it's ever going to be like become a like it's not like we're not turning into like Fargo in like serialized like right but great show by the way I love Fargo um but if you watch I think you're gonna get episodes that could be viewed totally on their own which is the first three probably but this season is the first time that if you watch them in order I think it's much more satisfying it's the most cumulatively rewarding it's been exciting and I should probably add uh, congratulations that it's not just this season you guys got renewed for two more yeah baby just doubling down that, yeah. is, that was an extravagant that was just yeah like, making it rain yeah. yeah yeah thank you it's comedy central that's exciting. a that's a partner right there yeah so you now are did that change your thinking in terms of planning character stuff what you mm-hmm. can and can't do and we got totally. pick, we got picked up we had finished yeah the third season you'd finish we were like shooting but yeah it's been something we've we have been thinking i think this year for the first time like oh okay we're what do we, what do we kind of want to happen? Okay. Well, I'm very excited to see those seasons. I'm really grateful to both of you for coming in. This to was talk so, to me. so I, lovely fun. and pleasant. Oh, thank, thank you, you. so I, much. And insightful. I learned yeah. stuff myself. Thank when you. We, when I do get that Diaspora and, and Organic Vegetable <laughs> podcast going, yeah. can I count on you guys? Please. Of course. Because it's, it's been a tough sell upstairs. Yeah. I, you think know? You're, I think you'll get it. It's, it's about intimacy and specificity. And I feel like we've I'm learned there. today that that's what matters. I'm that there. is what matters. <laughs> 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 that means a lot of thanks so much. Thanks, guys.